Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey everybody, it's Brendan Bouchard, and welcome back to another episode of The Brendan Show. Hey, it's Brendan, and this is a special episode of The Brendan Show because I'm gonna teach you a concept that is so important to your high performance, which is your ability to succeed over the long term. It's one topic, it's one concept, and it kind of blew my mind. 
I mean, you know I've been teaching personal professional development for 20 years of my life. I mean, 10 years full time teaching about high performance. So I kind of know a lot about it, but we conducted the world's largest study of high performers and I learned one new concept. I didn't know how important it was. And this concept is called raising your psychological necessity. Big fancy phrase. Let me tell you what it means and why it's so important for you to be basically awesome in everything that you do. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a story about it to explain the concept. I was working with this gold medalist Olympic sprinter. So this person is just absolutely elite at what they do. And we were out on the track and the person was kind of getting ready for their warm up and everything. And we we're just talking about competition, like, you know, the competitors. And uh, it, it, the, a sprinter is in a sport where, you know, the difference between first and second place might be a tenth of a second or a hundredth of a second. It's really close. So I said, you know, when you're thinking about your competition, how do you even know who's going to win? I mean, when you go down to the blocks and you put your hands down, your foot in the block, you're getting ready to go, you're waiting for that gun to go off and you're looking across the other people or thinking about the other people, how do you know who's going to win that race? And he says, I'm going to bet on the person who looks at the finish line and says, I'm going to do this for my mom. And I was like, wow. And that kind of explains the concept of performance necessity. Performance necessity is using your mind and, and priming your mind in a way that makes you doing a good job in that specific activity a must and not a preference. And there's a lot of things that people would like to do or, or want to do, but they don't do it because the psychological necessity is not there, meaning it's not necessary for them to perform well. It's not necessary for them to excel or to win there, so they don't. But what I found in this huge study was that high performers, like to a T, they all kind of psych themselves up going into the major activities. If, if they're walking into work that day, they're going to go, I'm going to crush it today. And then they say things to themselves with their self-talk that make them crush it that day. I know that sounds like common sense, but here, one, it's not always common practice. And two, there's distinctions that can help you that we learn from high performers. I talk all about it in my book, High Performance Habits, how extraordinary people become that way. It's out right now. And I want to tell you right now here, the distinctions that make the difference. Like, how do you develop that kind of psychological necessity? Because lots of, I mean, maybe one time you, you thought, I want to lose some weight, but you didn't because it wasn't a must. How do we get you to that must category where your performance is so important like whether that's you becoming a great dad or a great mom, or it's you crushing it in the next meeting, or you doing the sales video just right, or you doing really your photo shoot and you show up in your best amazing energy, like whatever you're trying to do, how do you do it with exceptional excellence? What we call high performance. Because what we know about high performers is they're able to achieve long-term success more than other people. And one of the primary reasons is psychological necessity. So let me tell you how do you develop it. There's four things about psychological necessity. Number one, the reason it's a must and not a preference for them is because high performers have kind of allowed themselves to associate their identity with doing well in that specific thing. And, and that's scary for most people. We don't want to put our, our hearts and our minds and our identity all in to something because what if we do bad? You know, if, if you want to be a, a poker player and you say, I'm a poker player and I'm being a world-class poker player and you lose a bunch of games, there's a lot of psychological risk there, right? Most people never go all in with their identity to something because it's scary. You know, I remember when I became an author. I mean, putting a book out can be terrifying. When I say to people, they say, what do you do, Brendan? I say, well, I'm a writer and I'm a trainer. 
I remember the day that I owned that. I'm a writer. I mean, I literally remember the day I owned it. Like, this is who I am and what I do. So now imagine when I go to launch a book, if that book, you know, didn't do as well as I wanted, how, how, how bad I could feel. I mean, so there's risk there, right? But that's the risk that high performers take. They're allowing themselves to associate their identity with doing well in that specific area. Like I was saying, I'm going to become a great writer one day. I will do the research. I will write lots of different styles. So if you ever read any of my books, they're all different. Life School and Tickets, different than Motivational Manifesto, different than The Charge, different than High Performance Habits. I'm doing that as a writer because I'm trying to get better. I'm willing to say, I'm a writer. I'm going to become excellent at it. And that's why it's important for me to write well. You see, if your identity says you're an amazing mom, you treat your kids differently than if you don't think about how you are as a mom, right? If you're gonna go in that meeting, if I got two guys going in the meeting and one says, I'm going to be present and deliver just exceptional in this meeting, and another dude just kind of strolls in from Starbucks, you know, I'm gonna bet on the guy who goes in with high intention for being exceptional there. So you have to say that. You have to allow yourself to say, I'm going to deliver here with excellence. It's important to who I am as a person. When I interviewed these high performers from around the world in these structured, deep psychological interviews, here's what was amazing. Almost to a T, every single one of them, every single one of them allowed themselves that association of their identity. Most of the general public, they don't do that. Underperformers never do. It's too much risk, right? They might get disappointed. So I'm just here, if you, if you want to be exceptional at what you're doing, you need to adopt the identity that says, it is important to who I am to do well here. And here's what high performers also do. They not only say, it's important to who I am to do well here, because it's part of their identity. When I talked with them in the interviews, they all said, I can't imagine doing anything else. They all said it. This, this is my thing, I love this thing. It's who I am, Brendan, to do this. That's why they're succeeding at it. It's who they are to do it. If it's who you are to do it, then you don't have to force it. It's just who you are. You're doing the thing that is who you are. You follow? That's why they become high performers, because everyone else is faking it to their making it. They're forcing it. They're not following who they are. They're not congruent, right? High performers are doing what they feel is congruent to who they really are, and that's why they outperform everybody else around them. And that's just one element of psychological necessity we talk about in the book. The second one is also an internal game, and that is, um, how do I explain this? High performers allow obsession as well. They allow association with identity doing well, but they also allow obsession, meaning all high performers tend to be obsessed with a topic. I mean, like dork out about it, like geek out about it, like they get obsessed. And an obsession is different than a passion, okay? Passions are okay. The whole world wants you to be passionate, right? live with passion, follow your passions, do your passions, be passionate at work. Everyone wants you to be passionate. Passion is safe, passion is accepted, and passion is expected. But here's the difference between a passion and an obsession. When you're obsessed with something, people think you're crazy. <laughs> you know? When you're passionate, they congratulate you, ooh, passion. When you're obsessed, they warn you. <laughs> you know, they say, "Why wow, you're spending too much time on that. You know, you, why are you so, why do you care so much about it? They think you're weird for liking it. That's how you know the difference. Now, of course, there's unhealthy obsessions when, when you do it and focus on it so much that you wreck a relationship, that it, you, you can't stop thinking about it, you become so compulsive. But I will share, 
that high performers, they are obsessive about their topic. And what I mean by that is they're obsessive about mastering that topic. They want to get good at it. Like a high performing chess player, they want to master that game. They don't want to just, you know, play the game. They want to be known for the game. Like they, they want to develop a high level of mastery at that. Same thing in any other given genre. Like the high performers always stand out because you can tell they do more research on it. Why? Because they're obsessed with it, right? They pay attention to their numbers. Why? They're obsessed with it. They want that feedback. Why? They're obsessed with getting better at that specific topic. So they do deliberate practice. We know this of high performers that internally they generate this necessity by saying, this is who I am and I love this topic so much, I'm going to obsess on it. Then that's just the internal game. There's an external game of necessity too. Sometimes you perform at your highest levels because you feel a sense of social duty or social obligation or even maybe spiritual purpose, meaning there's something outside of you. So it's not just your identity or what you like to do or, or obsessed with doing. It's that there's something that you feel called to do or obligated to do and you do it because of that. You've heard that phrase that we'll often do more for other people than we'll do for ourselves. That comes true with high performers. When I interview them, they say, you know what? I, I had to do that. I said, why are you so amazing? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing it for my family. Why, why are you so amazing? Well, you know, my, my wife and I, were, our backs are against the wall financially, so I'm showing up each day. Uh, why are you so amazing? Well, you know, because I know that my team or my fans or my students or the kids across the street, they're, they're watching, they're, they're seeing me. I want to be a role model for them, right? Why, why are you so amazing? Well, my parents are struggling right now, and I know that they need me to show up and bring my A-game. Who needs you to bring your A-game? That's a question high performers ask themselves. You know, when they sit down at their desk, I didn't know this, by the way. This is one of the things I said to you. This was a surprise to me. Now at my house, at my desk, there's a little postcard, because a high performer told me about this, that uh, right next to my desk, I sit down and it says, who needs your A-game? And it makes me, instead of just jumping into my inbox or starting my day or getting hooked on social media or some distraction, I go, who needs me to show up today? It's that sprinter from the beginning of this video saying that I'm going to bet on the person who says, I need to win this race for my mom. That's psychological necessity, an external drive, right? Social duty, obligation, purpose, doing well for other people is a drive. And then the last element of these four, remember, number one is they associate their identity with doing well, right? That's why it becomes a must. They're obsessed with it. That's why it becomes a must. They're doing it for others or for a calling or a spiritual purpose or for an obligation, right? Some, I mean, I, I think it's important to say that high performers don't do it just because it's, you know, rainbows and airy fairy and everything's perfect. Sometimes it's obligation. It's the CEO who's outperforming the other people in their, uh, or in their, competition or their industry, not because they want to, but because there's pressure from the other, uh, you know, from Wall Street, from their investors, from the competition itself. So sometimes, you know, bringing your A game, you don't bring your A game just because it's amazing and you want to be awesome. You bring your A game because you have to, right? You have to, you have to deliver. And this last one is so important. The fourth one has a lot to do with that. It's get ready. You're going to hate it. Sorry. Deadlines. High performers, it, it's necessary for them to bring their A-game because there's usually an external deadline. Let me tell you, writing this book took me three years of my life. Almost a million dollars in research spending went into 
this book. I mean, there's 50 pages of cited reference material on the back. I read every one of those research studies. I read every one of those books. I obsessed about this myself. I, I am a writer. I wanted to get this book out to you guys. So I had it all, right? Identity, yes, good job. Obsession, oh, I love this topic. Social obligation, duty, purpose, calling. I wanna give this to you. And you know what? I wouldn't get the book done because it wasn't complete. Necessity wasn't complete until you hit me with a deadline. And it was like, dang, that last element, wham! As soon as I had that deadline, guess what happened? Output per hour increased. More pages were getting done, baby. Because necessity, sometimes you need that external pressure. Maybe you don't like it. No one likes being forced on a deadline, but hey, Olympians don't choose when and where the Olympics are. CEOs don't choose when and where the quarterly call or the meeting is, right? We don't, we don't get to choose these things. Entrepreneurs don't, choose, don't get to choose when and where and how much their customers are gonna buy. We have to show up for others and to others' timelines in life sometimes too. So here's what high performers do. They remind themselves of the deadlines and the times and why it is necessary, why there are consequences to doing it by then, right? And they remind themselves, they psychologically give themselves that self-talk. They go, I need to get this done now, and here is why. And being connected with that too is really important. I need to win this race at this stage of my career. I need to be better for my relationship right now at this stage of our marriage. Like they tell themselves about the timing and why it's important to do well. So how do you tie all this together? The next time you're gonna go do some important activity where that important activity for you is, is walking onto a stage, whether it's putting a good PowerPoint together, whether it's doing the video, whether it's just being awesome in a meeting or your home life, before you walk into the situation, raise your psychological necessity to be awesome in that situation. That's your job. That's your goal. This is what high performers do. Before they walk into that activity, they raise the necessity. They say, I need to do well in this situation because, and the answer is usually, because this is who I am. I excel. I bring excellence. I care about doing well here. It's because I love this topic. I love, I'm walking in this situation because I chose it. I want to be here. I want to deliver. I want to be great. I want to get better at it. Because I want to get better at it, I'm going to obsess about it. I'm going to pay attention if I'm getting better. I'm going to take that feedback. I'm going to improve. They say, I got to do well in this meeting for these people, for that person, for this cause. Ah, and you know what? I better do it now because you know what? Life is short or I've got this deadline. But all these things, when these come together more and more and more and often for you, then what happens? You start achieving that necessity, that mindset of necessity to become exceptional at what you do. And then you do that over and over and you get this tagline. How extraordinary people become that way? Extraordinary people become that way because they choose to be that way. They choose to psych themselves up to deliver, to do a good job. They raise that necessity and because they raise the necessity, they raise their performance, they raise their performance, they change their lives and they achieve long-term success. If you're ready to take your life to a whole new level, make sure you grab my book, High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. It's available on Amazon right now. And when you order your copy, you're really supporting my channel and the message. And you're also getting a book that will reveal to you 20 years of my research into what is it that helps people go to a new level of success in their life? What does it really take? What habits are proven to help you reach long 
long-term success in your career, your health, your personal life, your relationships. It's called High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. It's available on Amazon right now. Hey, it's Brandon. I'm jumping in here to tell you about another show on the Growth Day Podcast Network. Yes, both of my shows are on the Growth Day Podcast Network. My show, Motivation with Brandon Burchard and Marketing with Brandon Burchard. Those two shows are sponsored by the Growth Day Podcast Network. But we have four other incredible shows that we have launched with. The first show is Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Trent is just an incredible motivational speaker. If you've never seen this guy on stage or listened to his podcast, go subscribe to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. He's got over 12 million fans online. Why? Because he just brings the fire. He's so incredibly passionate. He's so knowledgeable about the struggles we have with our mental health, with our relationships. Um, And like I said, He's just absolutely a beast on stage. When you see Trent bring it, it's so incredible. Well, his podcast is a reflection of that. I mean, Trent's one of those guys charging 50 or $100,000 per keynote talk, and you can go access his podcast for free. That absolutely blows my mind. That's why I love podcasting. So go just subscribe to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. It's an incredible show that will keep you inspired. You'll hear about his real life struggles as he's trying to deal with his health. You know, being a former NFL player, an athlete, when he gets injured, or how he's trying to build his business, or how he's trying to maintain positive relationship in his life where, as a creator, you know, so many people are judgmental. He's an incredible force in this world, a great friend, and somebody I know you'll learn a lot from. I just love his episodes. So go to Straight Up with Trent Shelton and subscribe today. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you wanna go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you wanna say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. 
If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com.